Chris Landry here with a look at the uh, Sunday NFL Divisional Playoff Games. A reminder, if you want detailed breakdowns on this game, as well as the recaps on Monday of all the games and um, the remaining conference championship games, Super Bowl, we got you covered at LandryFootball.com. In season, which is coming to an end, um, but also free agency, the draft, recruiting, transfer portal, and college. One-stop shopping football. LandryFootball.com from a playing, coaching, scouting, and front office perspective. LandryFootball.com has got you covered on the college NFL level. Uh, you can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. It is cheaper if you try it out for six months. It is cheaper still if you take advantage of our holiday savings discount. The most expensive package we have is the monthly one, which is less than $10 a month. So for less than $10 a month, you can have access to your own coaching and scouting department on the college or NFL level from a veteran coach, scout, administrator, breaking down the game of college football in the NFL. A reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. <clears throat> we'll be back on Monday to break down all the games for the weekend, the Saturday and Sunday games. A couple of notes. Um, it is with the Saturday games having the one seeds. These games are involving teams that played last week. So there's a reaction to what was done last week, more so than, say, with the Saturday games, reaction to what the number one seeds have been all year long. But one thing that's important um, today and, and I think the entire weekend is when you get to this weekend, it's what makes this weekend so great is that you have the best teams because you have the two number one seeds that are finally playing, but then you have the ones that survived a wild card round, so they played well enough to get here. Don't know that anybody would have given a whole lot of praise to Tampa Bay or Green Bay several weeks ago. Tampa was floundering. Uh, they managed to beat a struggling Philly team. Maybe not all that impressive. Beating them at home, that's one thing. But they're playing better, no question about it. Uh, Green Bay, of course, had the great first week. But it's important, I think, to be playing well and to be healthy. <clears throat> Fresh off winning their first playoff game in 32 years, the Detroit Lions will host their first NFC Divisional Round appearance since the 91 playoffs. <clears throat> These two teams will clash for the second time this season. Detroit won the regular season matchup in Tampa 20-6. Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield and Lions quarterback Jared Goff have both revitalized their careers in new settings as former number one overall picks and will look to carry their respective teams with their strong play. The Lions have been consistent all year long. <clears throat> when they had their moments, I mean, we talked about the resurgence of Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay winning on Thanksgiving was a bit of a surprise, uh, quite frankly. But it had a lot to do with Green Bay's play. The Lions have been consistent all year long. The Bucs have not. The Bucs have turned it on at the latter part of the season. So I'm curious to see what they really have going into this game. Um, could the Bucs defense hold this Lions team, this Lions offense, under 20 points and win? They're going to bring a heavy blitz pressure. That's what Todd Bowles likes to do. And the strength of this Lions team is their offense. Tampa will be the underdog. 
Detroit's going to be hostile again as a setting. And Todd Bowles hasn't beaten golf since 2019 when golf was with the Rams and Bowles was the Bucks' defensive coordinator. But the defense found its footing last week, and it was one of the best called games by Todd Bowles. Now, in Mayfield's physicality, he's doing a lot better with those ribs and ankles. But, you know, how much of that success by Tampa was the ultimate collapse by the Eagles? I think that needs to be factored in on both sides of the ball. They couldn't tackle Tampa, but they were more dysfunctional than anything. They had no answer with any blitz pickup adjustments. Just couldn't do a good job at all. The Buccaneers' defense is blitz on 41% of dropbacks by on opposing quarterbacks this season. <clears throat> That's the third highest rate in the NFL. High, high-level blitz team. I think they'll look to dial up that even more against golf, who has seven turnovers when blitz this season, tied for second most in the NFL. Golf looked great last week. He did an outstanding job. I, I, I thought that the Rams at times was able to get some pressure, but not enough. You have to get in the face of Jared Goff. The running game is the key to this line's offense. That softens the pass rush. It makes the posing pass rush have to set the edge in the run game first before trying to become too aggressive rushing the passer, and that's going to be key. I think if the the Bucks are going to have success, it's a lot's going to be talked about their blitz pressure, but their blitz package is only going to be successful if they force third and longs by defending the run on early downs. You know, you can talk about third down and the importance of it. Of course it is. It's, it's the money down in the NFL. But it is predicated how successful you're going to be. It's predicated on how well you do on first and second down. Defend the run, Tampa. Force third and longs. You got a really good chance with this blitz pressure package in getting into Jared Goff's face. But if it's third and two... You can bring the blitz all you want. You might get gashed for a 15-yard run. Lions edge rusher Aiden Hutchinson is on a three-game multi-sack streak. He's coming off a very high pass rush win rate in the wild card round. More than double his regular season rate, by the way. The Lions' pass defense is their weakness. But if Hutchinson gets going, they could pull away. They could cause a problem. And I think if they get a lead and they generate field position, they generate turnovers, and they get a lead, it could be curtains for Tampa. This could be a more decisive win than they had against the Rams. Quite frankly, the Rams are a better team than the Bucs. We'll see if the Bucs can play better. Uh, will we see Amara St. Brown and the Buccaneers corner Colton Davis in one-on-one -on -one matchups? St. Brown had a 125-yard day against Tampa in Week 6, so the Bucs need a plan here. Potentially with Davis in coverage and safety help spinning down late, I think it's going to be pivotal. I think the Lions have a lot of weapons, and I think outside the pass rush, I don't know that the Bucs can cover uh, <clears throat> enough. Uh, let's keep an eye out some of the injuries. Alex Anzalone had a shoulder. Um 
Brian Branch with a knee, James Houston with an ankle, Kirby Joseph with a knee, Sam Laporta with a knee, of course, Frank Ragnall is a knee and a back. Uh, I think most of those guys are going to play. For Bucks, fairly healthy. Jack Barrett has an ankle. Yaya DB is, um, uh, is not played with a shoulder. Baker Mayfield is going to play with an ankle. <clears throat> Let's take a look at the officiating crew. Bill Vinovich's regular season crew is usually one of the stingiest in, in the NFL. In 23, however, it averaged 13.4 flags per game. Flags per game. Tied for seventh fewest in the NFL. When the Lions and Bucks meet in the regular season, the teams combine for 10 flags, five apiece. Both teams are 12 and 6 against the spread this season, which is tied for second best mark behind the Raiders at 12 and 5. Unders are 12 and 6 in the Bucks games, while the overs are 11 and 7 in the Lions games. The computer model has the Lions winning this game in a 62 print set clip by an average of four and a half points. I like the lines in this game. Uh, we kind of went over what the Bucks need to do, and I think getting pressure on golf is something you can do. I don't know. I know that they can bring heavy blitz pressure, but I don't know if they can defend the run well enough. We'll see. Uh, I thought the Lions did a pretty good job against a good-looking front by the Rams. This one's going to be a more aggressive, more attacking, bring more guys. Dumping the ball off, running the football against that high-pressure look is going to be key. I just think that the Lions are better. I think the Bucks, by comparison, not nearly as good as the Rams. And I think the Lions win, and I think they win not comfortably, but more comfortably than they did against the Rams, which was anything but comfortable. The matchup. And that game, of course, is 2 p.m. Central Time on NBC. The nightcap, the final game of the weekend, Kansas City heading to Buffalo. So the three and the two seed at Buffalo this time. These two quarterbacks, these two teams, boy, have they delivered in the playoffs. This has been the modern-day version of Patriots-Colts. It's been a whole lot of fun watching them. It's going to be in Buffalo this time. Edge there. Concerned about Buffalo's injuries on defense. Problem there. For the first time in this rivalry between Mahomes and Allen, the Chiefs are coming to Orchard Park for the postseason. The quarterbacks have met six times. With the Bills winning three of the four regular season meetings and the Chiefs taking both postseason games, 20 and 21, the difference for the Bills in the regular and postseason matchups is the defensive success. In the regular season, the Bills have held the Chiefs to 20 points per game and produced nine takeaways. But in the playoffs, Kansas City has averaged 40 points per game and had only one turnover. This will be a big test ahead for the Bills defense, dealing with a, dealing with a variety of injuries. Mahomes and Allen. I, I wouldn't be surprised because it looks like the wind's not going to be all that bad. I think they're going to combine for a big day again, maybe five, six touchdown passes between the two. These two always seem to put on a show when they play, particularly in the postseason. Mahomes and Allen combined for five scoring passes in the AFC Championship game after the 20 season and seven in the divisional round the next season. The conditions won't be great, but I don't think it's going to be all that windy. Cole's not a problem. 
even snow um, is not a huge issue, but it's the wind that is. Um, one area that might differentiate the Bills from the Chiefs could be winning the turnover battle. The Bills forced 30 turnovers this season, the second most in the NFL. The Ravens and the Giants forced 31. The Chiefs forced 17 turnovers this year, 27th in the NFL. Forcing turnovers. It's the equalizer. Home field advantage and winning the turnover battle if you're Buffalo are going to be pivotal. It is their path to winning this game, even with their undermanned defense that's dealing with injuries. Um, the Bills' cornerback help. Deron Johnson with a concussion. Russell Douglas with a knee. Christian Benford with a knee are all banged up. While Buffalo looks like the better team on paper, you have to throw in the guys that are not going to be on paper or on the field. A depleted secondary against Mahomes is tough. Unless the Chiefs start dropping the balls like they have a lot of the season, that's a mismatch. Game plan key in the Week 14 matchup between these two teams. Bills running back James Cook had 83 receiving yards. Look for the Bills to get Cook involved in the passing game again with backfield releases and screens. And look for the Chiefs linebacker Nick Bolton to be key in limiting those plays. Bills injuries, I mentioned uh, Benford with a knee. Terrell Bernard doesn't look good with an ankle. Gabriel Davis may play. Stephon Diggs probably going to play. But Rasul Douglas, Leonard Floyd, Teron Johnson, uh, Von Miller hasn't been. Um, he's going to need to generate some pass rush in this game. He hadn't been a big factor. Taylor Rapp's got a calf injury. The Chiefs are in better spot. Noah Gray's got a rib. Sky Moore's got a knee. One year Morris coming off a concussion. But they're in better shape health-wise. Um, officiating-wise, Sean Hockley is one of the NFL more active referees. During the regular season, he threw an NFL-high 14 flags for roughing the passer, five more than the next closest referee. Since becoming a referee in 2018, he's led the league with 61 such flags. That could prove interesting, as Allen has grown adept at drawing roughing the passer fouls. He drew six and 23, the most in the league. Mahomes drew only one. Uh, Mahomes is 10 and 5 against the spread in his playoff career, including 7 and 2 against the spread when he is not at least a seven point favorite. Allen is 3 and 1 against the spread in his playoff career. Uh, the computer model has Buffalo winning by an average of 2.3 points, winning at a 56% clip. Folks, I think this is an intriguing game because when I look at Houston, Baltimore, Clearly, Baltimore should win that. Clearly, San Francisco should win. Clearly, Detroit should win. Now, whether they will or not, we'll see. As we take this ahead of the Saturday games for the Sunday drop, you already know the Saturday results. But that's going into it, how it should happen. This game, you can't say that. I can't say Buffalo should win this. I can't. Say Kansas City should win this. I think there's two evenly matched teams with great quarterbacks. I do think that the Chiefs are healthier. The Bills are at home. The Chiefs have had a lot of unforced errors and not generated turnovers with their defense. 
but have had a lot of drive-stopping drops. The Bills running the football better and good at generating turnovers. So it's a little bit of the yin and the yang. Folks, the injury factor with the Bills is playing strongest in my thought process here. I think that while the narrative is that the Bills are the better team, I don't think they are. I don't think the team that they're putting out on the field is going to be the better team. I think they're undermanned with their defense. And I think ultimately that's going to get the Chiefs a victory here. Um, I think if they had more hands on deck on defense, i like them to win at home. And I know the narrative is going to be, if not now, when, Josh Allen, well, I tell you when, when their defense is healthier. I just don't like this Bills defense against the Chiefs offense and Patrick Mahomes with all their injuries. I think it's a big factor. I think it's the game deciding factor. And I think it's the reason the Chiefs are going to win. I think the Chiefs will have to aid the cause. The Chiefs are going to have to turn the football over. They're going to have to have drops. And if that happens, that's the equalizer to put Buffalo over the top. The home field, Josh Allen's play, the Bills offense, I think it's really good. The other thing to keep in mind is that while the Bills defense is banged up, the Chiefs defense is really good. Really, really good. Man, I don't think they're going to shut out Josh Allen. I think he'll, he'll get some big plays. I think they'll uh, have some difficulty defending him on the quarterback runs that are not just the design ones, but that are pass plays that become runs. But I think that the Chiefs are healthier, and I think they got more things going for them in this game health-wise that are going to be the difference in it. So it should be a lot of fun. We know it's the highlight game of the weekend, and I hope you get a chance to watch it and enjoy it uh, as you uh, finish the four games. A reminder that we're going to break all the games down for you on Monday and tell you what we saw in breaking down the games over at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our holiday savings special. Get on board today by becoming a member of LandryFootball.com. It's less than $10 a month if you try it out for a month. Cheaper if you try it out for six months and cheaper still if you take advantage of our 12-month package, which is our holiday saving special that we've got going. So check it out today. If you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com and see football through the eyes of player, coach, scout, administrator on a college or NFL level, breaking down players, teams, coaches, schemes, games, you name it. LandryFootball.com and the Landry Football Podcast Network. Make sure that you subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we'll be back to break it down for you and get you ready for conference championship week all this coming week. So make sure that you uh, keep it here on the Landry Football Podcast Network and LandryFootball.com.